There are many benefits to minimally invasive spine surgery, including less damage to surrounding tissues, faster recovery times, and smaller scars. And joining me today to discuss minimally invasive spine surgery, which for most is a last resort, is Dr. Yasu Harasaki. He's a board-certified neurological surgeon with Genesis. This is Sounds of Good Health with Genesis, brought to you by Genesis Healthcare System. I'm Scott Webb. So, Doctor, thanks so much for joining me today. We're going to talk about minimally invasive spine surgery. So, just broadly here at the beginning, tell us a little bit about that. What does that mean exactly, minimally invasive spine surgery? Scott, thank you for having me on. So, minimally invasive surgery in general is uh, the movement in surgery to do the same procedures while damaging as little tissue as possible. So in order to accomplish any surgery, you usually have to get to the site where you need to operate, and that usually involves cutting through some tissues. With minimally invasive surgery, we try to minimize the damage that's done to the surrounding tissues. Which I'm sure leads to better outcomes, faster recovery, smaller scars, all of those things. And if somebody were requiring back surgery and they were considering their options and they were a candidate basically for all types of spine surgery, why would you recommend that somebody choose minimally invasive spine surgery? Well, there's not that many reasons to not have procedures done from a minimally invasive uh, technique. Uh, now, not everybody is a candidate for minimally invasive surgery. So, for example, some deformity surgeries where we're trying to correct the shape of somebody's spine is not very open to minimally invasive techniques. But for the most part, you know, if there is an option to do a minimally invasive approach, Yes, you do have earlier recovery, a shorter time in the hospital, less pain medications taken after surgery. For all those reasons, I think the minimally invasive way would be the way to go if it's an option. Yeah, and you talked about who's a candidate maybe just broadly for any type of spine surgery, but specifically the minimally invasive we're talking about today. So if people are having back pain and they've been to their primary, when should they be referred and when perhaps would spine surgery or minimally invasive spine surgery be indicated? Well, generally, there's a whole pathway to figuring out back pain and neck pain and so forth. The reason is that there are many things that can cause these types of pain. So once the patient's been identified as having a back pain or neck pain or other symptoms that are due to problems in the spine, then we discuss, well, what's the best way to fix that? And obviously, surgery is something we want to keep as a last resort. So we will start off with getting the patients through physical therapy and so forth. We'll discuss things like steroid injections. And if all those have failed, then we'll talk about surgical uh, treatments. And at that point, we'll discuss what kind of minimally invasive procedures are available. Yeah, and interesting that you, you say that uh, last resort. I hear that so often from surgeons that you try everything else you can uh, really to try to avoid having surgery. But then if we're confronted as a patient or a candidate with having to have surgery, that's when the minimally invasive approach might be preferred or indicated, right? Yes, that's right. And to your point, one of the things that goes into the the decision-making and deciding whether surgery and the benefits that it can bring to somebody is worth the risk of going through surgery. You know, not all surgeries are the same. So, for instance, a very big surgery that's going to take a long time to do and take a long time for recovery, for example, um, recommending that is not 
exactly the same discussion is recommending a very quick surgery, potentially outpatient surgery where the recovery is a lot faster. So those things do come into uh, deciding when uh, surgery might actually make sense. Yeah, and it sounds like you really do, you know, listen to patients and try to educate them and make the best decisions uh, with them and for them. And you mentioned there the risks. So let's talk about what are the risks with minimally invasive spine surgery that people should know about? The risks are pretty similar to the open procedures. Now, there's some literature that have shown that repeat surgeries where you have to go back and fix something else uh, are a little bit more frequent with minimally invasive uh, procedures, but that also seems to depend quite a bit on the surgeon experience and the surgeon technique. So for the most part, in the hands of an experienced minimally invasive surgeon, the risks are not all that different from the open procedures. That's interesting. You were mentioning there the experience of the surgeons and a little chance here for you to brag a little bit. What kind of special training do you have, especially as it pertains to minimally invasive spine surgery? Let me just say, Scott, minimally invasive techniques are being performed fairly widely these days. And in the neurosurgery world, you do not need any additional training than the standard training for neurosurgeons in order to do these techniques. Now, having said that, there are opportunities to get additional training in spine procedures. And I did spend an extra year studying spine procedures after my neurosurgery training. It, it does expose you to more procedures. I would say that probably the difference there is that whereas certain minimally invasive procedures are fairly common, people who have, may have had a little more experience may do a wider range of minimally invasive procedures. Yeah, I see what you're saying. And is it common for a regional hospital like Genesis Healthcare System you know, to be able to offer minimally invasive spine surgery? Yeah, many of these hospitals offer certain types of minimally invasive procedures, but you know, I'm happy to say that uh, we are able to offer to our community a fairly wide range of minimally uh, invasive procedures, which may not be available everywhere. Yeah, and I'm sure it's a good comfort, really, for patients in the area, in the region, in the community, really, to have this kind of care so close to home. Yes, and especially in our area, we do have a, an aging population, and especially for older patients who might have other medical issues, doing a smaller procedure where they can get home quicker, I think is uh, better in terms of recovery and avoiding other types of potential problems that could come from a longer hospital stay. Yeah, absolutely. And as we get close to wrapping up here, anything else you want folks to know about minimally invasive spine surgery? What are your takeaways today? So, Scott, I, I think in summary, I, what I want uh, people to know is that in general in medicine, we're constantly striving to be able to do things in a faster, in a way that allows for faster recovery, where there's less pain, uh, there's less need for pain medications. And I, I think minimally invasive procedures are one way to get to that. And I think in general, as I mentioned, for especially for patients who are more frail or patients who have difficulties with pain medications and so forth, these um, procedures are very good in terms of minimizing the chance of problems arising from longer, more difficult recoveries. Yeah, that sounds great and, and does seem like a really great option and, and so good that you're doing that there at uh, Genesis Healthcare System. And before I let you go, I know that you have some experience doing broadcasting and you were a DJ at one time, as was I back in the day. How does your experience as a DJ help you to connect with being a neurosurgeon? How do those two things connect? 
Well, first of all, I'm surprised you know that, but uh, I was a college DJ as an undergraduate. And, you know, I think in a lot of ways, medicine is about communicating with people and conveying ideas in a way that the people who are listening can understand. And this really comes down to, especially in surgery, it's a relationship of trust between the patient and, and the doctor. And I do think some of the early experiences like DJing all kind of fed into, I feel, my skills in being able to talk to the folks that come into my clinic. It's been so great having you on and really covering the broad strokes today, helping folks to understand when they might be a candidate, what else is done, what's involved with minimally invasive spine surgery. So thank you so much for being on and you stay well. Been a pleasure, Scott. Thank you. Call the Genesis Neuroscience and Orthopedic Center at 740-586-6828. Dr. Harasaki is accepting new patients by physician referral. And thanks for listening to Sounds of Good Health with Genesis, brought to you by Genesis Healthcare System. If you found this podcast helpful, please share it on your social channels and be sure to check out the full podcast library for additional topics of interest. I'm Scott Webb. Stay well.